sit down, why don't you find somebody you haven't wished a Happy New Year and say, Happy New Year. You can go ahead and have a seat. And again, good morning. Welcome to Bueller MB. My name's Kurt. This is Dustin. We're the pastors here, and we're so grateful to be able to do that. Um, before we go any farther, I just want to say to all of you Chiefs fans, you're welcome. <laughs> we had that game. One fumble that turned into a touchdown, and that was it. Turned the whole thing around. Uh, just for the record, I have been good. We haven't really talked much about the Broncos, mostly because they've been terrible, <laughs> and the Chiefs are good again. Uh, but uh, I thought they were going to get crushed. So anyway, well, so they played a lot better than they really, than maybe expected. Yep, but so the Chiefs owe us a thanks for getting them ready for the playoffs. <laughs> uh, my worship leader and my youth guy were all sick this week, so I was, you know, stuff going on. I'm so glad to see you both <laughs> in the house today. Mm -hmm. Are we feeling better, you two? Yes? Look, yeah. you're like, really? You're calling us? I'm not calling anybody out on anything. There's been all kinds of stuff going around, and the C word still lingers, and there was a cumulative grr in the crowd, but uh, glad to see you both here, and uh, welcome back. Let's see. Um, we are Bueller MB. We, uh, we've got some stuff going on today, so I just want to put up the mission and vision today, and I want you to remind yourselves about it. Um, we won't take time today. Again, I'm going to talk a lot about New Year stuff because it's that time of year, and we'll talk about what it looks like. But so I'm not going to take the mic out right now. But here's our mission and vision. You've seen it. You've heard it. We're trying to live it, and uh, the New Year changes, but our mission and vision does not. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, yeah, so I think that's where we're at on our thing. Yeah. Dustin, how are you? I, I am doing better, so uh, that's always good. But uh, just a couple things that we have uh, coming up. Uh, our Wednesday night activities will resume, so everything's kind of starting back up from the meals to jam. They're starting a new uh, kind of session, uh, youth group, prayer gathering, all that good stuff is coming up on Wednesday, so it's good to get back into that. Yeah, we, uh, look, we'll confess we're not above confessing when we we had a little bit of a zig and a zag with things and we weren't we, we didn't quite have all of our oh look the dates are coming so here's the thing everything starts again Wednesday there you go jam youth groups prayer, yeah everything starts so yeah oh it's my turn sorry uh, 
I did want to mention something. So it, it happens probably every year, and this is now I'm working, you know, I'm working on finishing three years up, and winter always surprises this Coloradan. So let me, let me tell you a little story. We're sitting with our sons at the table Saturday night. It was freezing and snowing all day, whatever, but it wasn't even on my radar at all until the elders kindly and rightly so start texting about canceling church. Oh, that's a thing. <laughs> um, we just didn't do it very much in Colorado, but we did. So uh, first of all, I want to say thank you for rolling with us. What I'm, what I'm trying to say is it kind of snuck up on us. We've made a commitment and your history before me and everything. We said we want to make sure we decide on Saturday night, not Sunday morning. That seems good to everybody, right? Because you don't want to wake up and wonder. So uh, this did catch us a little by surprise, but we decided Saturday night. The, the process is we will, as quick as we can, send out an email. Thanks to Julie to get that, for getting that done last week. We'll try to call a couple of uh, TV stations. That happened as well. Uh, I will make the deal with you to say we will also try to put it on Facebook. If, you're not, uh, if you don't check your email as often, we'll try to put it on Facebook and you can check that. But that's what we got right now, okay? And so but if it's ever a question, check your email, check the internet a little bit. And uh, one of the questions might arise, well, why don't we, why don't we stream something anyway? Well, that's a great question and it's probably worth us considering more. But here's the thing. Uh, again, kind of last minute, caught us by surprise. And if, we, if I say, hey, let's stream something, that still means a handful of people have to come. And the whole point is braving and safety and being cautious and all that, right? So um, candidly, here's the thing. If, if you miss us on a Sunday, which I appreciate, you know, your church's stream and all that, but there's, you can find, oh my goodness, the whole world is streaming these days, right? So there's no excuse for not getting some Bible or whatever message that you want. So that's going to be my excuse for today as well. But we will work on seeing if that's ever a thing. But in the meantime, when we cancel church, it's more than likely we won't stream and uh, just ask you to bear with us on that. Is that, are everybody, are we communicating? So watch your email, watch the internet, and we'll try to get you informed as quick as we can if there's ever a question about canceling, all right? All right, thanks for that. Uh, we've got some fun stuff to share. Oh, and one more announcement, yep. uh, just oh, to yeah. know that there yep, is yep. Uh, for a baby shower for the, the Wickards, we put out the pack and play. So if you want to drop in some maybe diapers or a little gift to give to them, uh, I think the pack and play is out there kind of by the, the coffee bar, and we can kind of bless them as a church family in that way. Yeah, as a as a outsider, insider now, but yeah, that's it's a marvelous thing. I, I we should keep this up. So if, if there's ways you can bless them, absolutely. Um, wanted to share with you a couple of things uh, going on that you're probably wondering about. Um, Jeanette Crenzen has moved to a rehab place in Wichita. Uh, whatever else. Uh, we went and saw her. Oh my goodness, time is all screwed up. But that's been a little bit. I went and saw her last week, and uh, anyway. She will not be having a redo surgery, apparently. Now they're saying we're going to stay the course with this wound care, and she's in a better place. I th she was more upbeat, and I think she's doing pretty well, generally speaking. It's still a little bit of a long process, but it looks like she will avoid another procedure. Thank you, Jesus. Um, very good news. Elaine 
is off oxygen. Are you in the, is it, yay, Elaine's in the house today and she doesn't have her friend with her that's helping her breathe. So we're, uh, we're thrilled about that. And uh, you got an email on the connection. Phyllis Schrader broke her arm pretty severely, you guys. A couple places. She's waiting on a, on a uh, scheduled procedure herself to get this done. In the meantime, she's in a lot of pain. Talked to her yesterday on the phone. So let's keep praying for all of these people and pray for Phyllis, especially pain management during these days. Um, we have a couple of fun things to remind ourselves of. Now, remember, I've said, if you have a monumental birthday, it doesn't even have to be that monumental. So, uh, you know, we talk about the decades, you get over 70, then it's every five years. So first of all, I know it's a policy. <laughs> Joan Dick turned 75. Happy birthday, Joan. And Paul Rickert turned 80 this week. Happy birthday. So remember, you got to tell me if you're like, man, the pastor dissed me because he didn't, I, I turned my birthday. You just have to tell me. I don't know these things, okay? Uh, the other thing is that's really fun. If you've been watching uh, some of our emails on the connection and some of our stuff going on and you saw the internet was it a Facebook thing anyway Kendra one of our own and uh, Michelle who's turning into one of our own have made their trek to Africa and they have arrived safely that's a very good thing in the meantime we want to catch you up on a couple of things going on with this so I'm gonna invite Cheryl and a couple of her friends to come up as well let's see is this on beach <laughs> thank you so much and you can have that and I'm gonna back up here and uh, they're going to give us a little bit of a mission update on all this stuff we're talking about. Hey, so Kendra. last week, we can't recreate that. Kinder went ahead and left on Wednesday and arrived by 25 hours later or so <laughs> in West Africa. Um, she's mainly going to be working with Hosanna there. Um, but we've also, um, Anissa lives in the same city. And so we've been working on a connection with her. And last uh, beginning of last week, there was an email update that we sent out that um, the, her school that had been flooded out, they were in temporary um, classrooms, they were able to purchase part of a property, and um, we used some of our budget overage um, funds for that project, so we helped with that. <laughs> they moved in over the holiday break um, to some new classrooms. She said that her class was going to be a little bit smaller but they were looking forward to having something that that was going to be more permanent and have um, some room for growth there and so um, these girls are going to talk about a connection with that so last semester some of our jam kids made pin pal packets for um, anisa's class and so it's to get to know one of the kids in anisa's class yeah, and I use some of the Sunday school kids too. Okay. I'm going to pray. <laughs> Dear God, thank you for the missionaries all over the world that are spreading the good news of Jesus. Thank you for Anisha and the work that she's doing in Niger. Thank you that we could be an encouragement to the kids in Anisha's class through the packets we sent. Help us always to remember our missionaries and support them any way we can. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Come here. Um, if she can pray in front of everybody, you can pray in front of everybody. That was awesome. Thank you, ladies, for sharing with us today. And uh, we do want to keep Kendra 
in our prayers as well. So as we transition now, we're, we're really looking forward to worshiping together. We're going to do that. We're going to share the Lord's Supper. And Dustin's going to pray for us, but he's also going to remember to pray for Kendra and uh, everything going on that we've been talking about. So let's all right, pray. let's pray. Uh, dear Lord, we just, uh, first of all, just want to lift up Kendra, and we are uh, grateful and praise you to hear the news that she was able to get to Africa safely, and so we're so thankful for that, and uh, we just pray that as she's there, that you would just guide and direct her and show her what you have for her. Uh, may she just continue to be faithful to what you're, you're calling her to. We also pray for Anissa and just all that she has going on. It sounds like a, a good update and a lot of things moving, so we pray for her and her class this year and, and all the challenges that might arise, but we just pray for uh, just your goodness and your grace to go, go before them and just uh, that you would make a big impact for your kingdom. And so uh, we just pray for that. We pray for the rest of Kendra's trip and then even her return trip, Lord, that you uh, would just guide and direct that, uh, give her safety, but also give her boldness and power. And so we're so thankful for that. We're also thankful for this morning and just the opportunity we have just to come and worship you. And so we're so thankful for that. And we just pray that we can open our hearts and open our uh, ears to what you have for us this morning. And so we're so thankful for that. May we just be focused on you. And we pray this in your name. Amen. Crimson stain, he 
in Christ alone my hope is found he is my light my strength my song this cornerstone this solid ground firm through the fiercest drought and storm what heights of love what depths of Christ we stand, but I want to invite you to sit. We're going to share together the Lord's Supper, and don't lose, don't lose the message of that song. Uh, oh my goodness, that um, no scheme, no power of hell, no scheme, whatever can pluck me from his hand. I can't think straight when all these things going in my head. Anyway, that is a powerful song, and it's the message of sharing together this table today, and we're going to do that as a church. Um, Reminders, as always, when we get to this point, uh, we are a church that practices open communion. If you have trusted in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are welcome at this table, and I want to encourage you to come be a part of it. Uh, I feel slightly compelled today. Can you be slightly compelled? Um, to just mention something with the new year, and we're going to talk about new year stuff here in a little bit, and, and it's the order of the day, but uh, as I 
what you've noticed from me on Lord's Supper Sundays, it's a good time for me to mention this and in coming of a new year and moving forward and all that. I have had some different postures sometimes when we take the Lord's Supper together. There's a part of the Lord's Supper, remember there can be different tones to the Lord's Supper. It can be very reflective and somber, it can be celebratory, it should be all of those things and everything in between. And so it has been my practice to uh, very, uh, very often, or maybe occasionally, I just want to, that's what we're talking about, that I like to celebrate the family being together to celebrate the Lord's Supper, so I like to greet people here sometimes. Now, people have made very appropriate good comments to me and to the elders to say, is that always the appropriate thing for Kurt to do? No, not every week, not every, time, not every month, I mean. But I'm going to say, I'm going to stand here today when we're having the Lord's Supper, and I want us to celebrate that, that there is nothing compared to the power of the blood of Christ. And that's why we're here taking it together. And I'm so glad to see you, and I'm so glad to... Now, there are other occasions when we have a different tone for communion. When I've talked about something maybe in the sermon to set it up and we have a more... Sum, then I'm going to back off, and I'm going to stay, and I'm not going to greet everybody. But, so I wanted you to understand my thinking on that. I'm not really trying to annoy anybody, I do, occasionally, but that's not my goal when we're celebrating the Lord's Supper. I think it's important to practice those tones. And so the tone of celebrating as a family is going to be the order of it today. And I want to greet you all, and, and, just, and if you don't, just don't meet my eyes. I won't force a handshake out of anybody. But I wanted to explain that a little bit, because it's a very real and, and appropriate concern for some of you. But to say, I'm going to try to mix it up. Today I want to greet you all because it's a new year and we have a lot to look forward to and to see what God's done. Fair enough? Okay, don't lose sight of the fact that this is why we're here. This is why we can even be in God's presence to worship. This is why we can uh, uh, have a relationship with the God of the universe. It's overwhelming. Adam and Eve messed it up. God fixed it. We just celebrated the coming of Jesus as a baby, and it's all part of the package. From baby to cross to blown open empty grave to glorious leader, uh, ruler of eternity in heaven, and that's the Jesus that we celebrate, and we can have a relationship with him through his body, through his shed blood. That's what we're talking about today. So uh, I'm going to, again, just by way of getting it out of the way structurally and all that. So we're going to, after I pray, you'll have an opportunity when you feel led or when your row goes, either way, come up. You can have the double stack. We're going to keep up with that for a little bit so it'll have uh, the bread and the uh, juice together in the cups. The elements will be together. Take them back to your seat and we will partake together. If you need gluten-free, there's a special tray for that. And again, um, uh, as you feel led, come and then back to your seats and we will partake together. Let's pray. God, we are so mindful of everything that the Lord's Supper represents. It represents uh, an atonement for sin, uh, a covering for our wrongdoings. It, it means we can have relationship with you and we're so thankful for that. So God, as we pause in the middle of our worship today to remind ourselves that that. Jesus is it, is all that we can have a relationship with you through him. God, we just come before you with joy. We share together with family, with our spiritual community today to just celebrate what Jesus has done for us. So as we do that, God, we pray that you would bless our time together. God, meet us today. Remind us that there is no power of hell that can pluck us from your hand. 
Bless us as we partake together. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. As you feel led, come.
Paul writes, talking about the Lord's Supper, For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Church of Christ, this is the body of Christ. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Church of Christ, the blood of Christ. Let's pray. Father, again, we are so mindful and so grateful for everything that this, your supper, represents. Uh, for us to be able to partake of it, we are so grateful and so mindful of your work in our lives. God, I pray that we would never lose sight of what it meant for Jesus to, first of all, come as a baby and then minister among your, uh, among your world and then be able to go to the cross, shed his blood, break his body for us, that we could then be restored and forgiven and cleansed and all the wonderful words we can say that ultimately mean we can have a restored relationship with the God of the universe. We're so thankful for that, that we can be in your presence and worship through Jesus. So God, I pray that you would continue to bless our time together this morning. And as we continue to worship God, may the name of Jesus be uplifted and exalted in every which way. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you stand as we continue to worship? Oh, oh, oh. 
it's your breath. It's your breath that fills our lungs. We've just experienced the fellowship around the table that you spread for us. And, and the bigger meaning is that, that you paid the ultimate price for me, for us. Those that believe you are the Son of God and that you saved us from ourselves. And for that, and, and only, not only that, but for everything you do for us, for provision, for um, breath, we give you praise, Lord. We lift up your name. May all glory, honor, praise go to you. We thank you that you brought us to this new year and that in this new year we have possibilities that we haven't even thought of yet. But God, lead us. Holy Spirit, lead us as your congregation, Bueller MB, to do what you have planned for us in this coming year. Be with Pastor Kurt as he brings the message now. Lord, we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, uh, and amen. That's good stuff. My goodness. Uh, many of you get nervous about this spilling, so I'm going to move it, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, it is weird to have a week go by when we didn't gather together, isn't it? A little bit. Now you're still nervous, but I'm going to leave it there anyway. I'll be nervous for you. Uh, yeah, guess we better go. Um, a couple of things before I get to what I want to share today briefly, and don't be nervous about the time. Uh, no big deal. Um, I cannot tell you how grateful I am for everything that happened over the holidays for our church. Um, the way things shook out this year, I, had, I took senior pastor's uh, prerogative, I guess, and I had a lot more responsibility with the things we did. Look, church, I got to tell you, I am so pleased. Ain't all about me. I know that. But just the way everything came together for everything we did for the holiday season, I am over the moon about. Um, we had fun having so many of you over to our house for the open house. The Christmas program, if you missed it, you missed it. It was so much fun. We celebrated the birth of Jesus. Ask about drummer buckets, bucket drummers, whatever, and then you'll be in the end. It was so much fun. The whole thing came together. Uh, Christmas Eve... Wow, just marvelous the way everything came together. Jesus was honored and glorified. And then even the day after Christmas, I'm, Cindy and I are talking and I said, well, you know, it's kind of a unique deal, except that Christmas Day is Sunday next year. We'll deal with that later. But the way the carols and lessons and carols came together, I just wanted you to hear me gush a little bit about how well our church celebrated the coming of Jesus. And um, I, I, so many things happened with so many people. It couldn't have happened without a huge team. And so I am grateful for how we celebrated uh, Christmas this year. So thank you all. And I hope you all were blessed by it as well. Uh, I Random, just because I can, this is a comment I want to make, an idea. Um, 
Several years ago, in the Denver area where my in-laws live, Melissa's brother and his family, and they're small, we're just small too, there's only four of us, and there was only three or four of them, and uh, our sister-in-law heard a me- we, we had struggled with, struggled with, as this is why I'm sharing this, because I'm hoping it's a little bit enlightening for some of you and your extended families. Um, we'd say, well, let's get together, and then we talk about presents, and you kind of go, well, I'm going to exchange a gift, you give me a gift card, and I'll give you a gift card. You know, or give me something that I really don't want and you don't really need, you know, and all that. So that whole, uh, and, and we heard a speaker that year that really resonated with our sister-in-law specifically, and it was great to have her say, why don't we do what this speaker said? And this speaker said uh, she had found it to be more meaningful, and especially her extended family, this, this woman had grandkids and whatnot, and they said, you know, they struggled with, you know, you're writing, writing all your grandkids checks and whatever, right? So you wonder about gift giving, and, and they, the speaker said, what we found was when we get together, it was more meaningful to share some experience together, and that was a greater gift. Somebody came to me this year and said, we practice that, uh, without me even bringing it up. So I wanted to share that with you as a tip for the future, that in your extended families especially, uh, consider the idea to say, hey, let's go Let's go bowling at the alley together, all 27 of us. Wouldn't that be a gas? And, and the funny thing was this speaker shared to say, even some of the youngest ones, the little cousins and the little grandkids would say, that meant so much to us. I don't care about the little whatever you were going to get me. I, I just wanted to share that, something to think about. That shared experience may be worth it so you don't have to agonize about, you know, again, exchanging gift cards. Oh, hey, great. Thanks. I could have kept mine. Anyway, you get the idea? I wanted to share that. Shared experience. Christmas is over. We're on to a new year. I heard, I saw, I read, I read uh, on a blog from First 15. That's a daily devotional sort of thing that I would recommend. My wife would really recommend it. And, and here's what he said as, um, uh, last week. As the year comes to a close, it's vital that we take time to both reflect on what God has done and allow him to prepare us for what's to come. And I read that again. As the, as the year comes to a close, it's vital that we take time to both reflect on what God has done and allow him to prepare us for what's to come. A new year marks a fresh opportunity to center our lives around the goodness of God. Now, I realize, and I probably said this last year, I'm pretty sure I did, uh, different preachers and speakers' approach to New Year's resolutions is all across the spectrum. That's fine. But whatever else, I agree with these, these sentiments, that a new year does give you a chance to say, oh, hey, what did God, where can I see God had worked, and where do I want to see God, hope to see, will see God work in the future? And so uh, today, briefly, I wanted to do that for myself and for us as a church. Um, I, I mentioned I was going to do this to the elders, and uh, one of them wisely said, whoa, 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 you're going to start sharing about stuff that, and I said, no, no, I won't make it anything, <laughs> I won't do anything scary. And uh, so, um, but I thought it is important for us to look back. 
And my question for you today is, I, uh, initially this was going to be last week and we didn't have groups. Now that we have groups today, we're all back on schedule. My encouragement to group leaders is, if you want, just those two questions at the end. Where did your people, where can we share together where God worked last year? And what are you hopeful or excited about? as music? So I wanted to model that today. And I'm actually going to have Dustin model that in a minute too. Not yet. <laughs> but anyway, so here, here's some things I remember looking back to see where God worked. Um, uh, it's ironic, about a year ago, start with some silliness, uh, about a year ago, Melissa and I flew to Florida and we performed the marriage for Michael and Caitlin Bai. So that was about a year ago. They've been married a year now and that was a lot of fun. Um, there were some obviously very tragic, sad things. I know that more than, uh, more than just he, but as a church, Ed Dellinger died last year in February. He was our maintenance custodial uh, staff person. He was one of us. There were others that died as well, but Ed's was, Ed's was hard. It was really sudden, and some of the... Ha! Anyway, it was, it was hard. Um, Dustin and I took an Anabaptist class last year. <laughs> Never thought I'd have to take a graduate level course again, go figure. We got new signs around here last year. Did you notice the new one out here? Am I pointing in the right place? I am not. <laughs> out here? Well, there is one. Kind of, yeah. So we got new signs. That's kind of fun. Um, COVID, oh, I was going to say the C word. I didn't want to actually say it. The C word got bad again last year. Do you remember? I, I was positive in December ago. And that was still when it, because I phoned in a couple of sermons. And then it got pretty bad again, and we had to go to all masks, even in, you know, we've just seen the whole gambit of that. Um, but now, that's just some beginning break the ice. Um, here's what I saw in our church where I really saw God work. Uh, I was thrilled with the way the Easter sunrise service came together. We weren't sure what to do. And then uh, I had a little team, actually I had Doug, and Doug is my freaking hero, uh, we were, I'm going to point to the wrong place again. We had it out here, and it turned out marvelously um, uh, to see God work through that sort of thing. Similarly, we had a backyard bash. The staff was sort of the energy behind. That was a lot of fun for our church. It was just really needed, really needed um, between everything going on. Uh, I'm going to confess it's actually been a little over a year, but we saw in this year the momentum of the prayer gatherings. I wasn't the guy that suggested we start having prayer gatherings on Wednesday. It was somebody else. And I, uh, I have been really, really pleasantly surprised at how, um, how those have gone. Now, we're seeing the typical ups and downs, and I still want to encourage all of you to come join us on Wednesdays for prayer gathering. But um, uh, to see that sort of take off has been a, a great thing. And, and for me... When Cindy and I talked together and she said, I want to have worship night. Oh, that's a great idea. And we've had, we had a worship night with more of a contemporary feel. We've had a couple of hymn sings. Uh, just to see that I feel like our church is catching on to what worship, how, how absolutely important worship is. It is paramount. Do you remember me saying that? Worship is paramount. And to see that happening. Uh, we had some fun sermon series. You don't have to agree, but I'll just remind you of where we went this year. I talked about sidekicks. I talked about villains. We talked about worship. And again, importance of worship. 
I was pleasantly surprised the way the, the, the book of Joel came out. Uh, I didn't see it coming. It was a Holy Spirit thing in my mind. And it just really, I hope if you've never looked at a minor prophet before and you're like, oh, what do we remember about Joel anyway? The day of the Lord. Remember that. And uh, we started also some psalms. So the big strokes for me when I look back on this year for both me personally and things I feel like are happening in our church, uh, again, the importance of our relationship as disciples of Jesus to worship. Prayer, worship, my own devotion and all that. I hope that message is coming out because I want to continue that as we go. The other part that I really uh, didn't see coming, I don't know that I've, I've alluded to this, maybe I've said it, but what... Um, what really happened this year for me is the reminder of how important it is, and I meant to have this screen up, <laughs> how important it is for us to be humble. So we know that what does the Lord require of us? To, to do justly, to love mercy, and what? Walk humbly. I have been overwhelmed by the reminder that God is looking for humble followers and what that means to live in humility. So those were some of the broad strokes and not so broad strokes I remember from this year. I wanted to give Dustin a chance to share as well, so I'm going to have him come up and talk a little bit about where he saw God working last year. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah, Kirk kind of gave me this idea and wanted to share a little bit of how we saw God work or some highlights of the year. And so I have about three things I wanted to share as I was just reflecting back to last year and, and all that went on. And I think you kind of already mentioned it one time, but just uh, going back and taking a class. You know, I have a new or a, a refound appreciation for all the students out there and teachers, you know, doing this online course and all that kind of stuff. You know, going into it, you're kind of like you want to do it in some way because you know, as a follower of Christ, you want to be like a continual learner, and so you see that as a benefit, but then there's part of me like, ooh, how's the timing going to all work, and I'm not sure how this is going to do, and, and then you learn things as you go through. It was a lot of reading. <laughs> it was a lot of reading, and honestly, my personality, I'm not very good at reading and writing. I'm kind of <laughs> slow at reading and stuff, but Tim Sullivan just, hey, it's, it's a upper level reading. You just read real fast. And I was like, that doesn't really work for me. <laughs> anyway, I was trying. And so uh, I, I learned a couple of things. One, um, don't be the last to respond to the online discussions because everybody's already said everything. And then you're like at 1130 and it's doing 30 minutes and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And, and then you kind of make something up so you can get your points. But um, you know, there's always those things of learning and going back to school. Um, and then we also had a baby. In, in, in the middle of that class, Savannah was born. And so uh, there was a couple assignments I had to punt and uh, not do, but I, would, I told the teacher ahead of time. But, you know, as I kind of look back and as I kind of think about that class, if I was to pull some stuff from it, I, I did enjoy going through it. I know some of the work was late at night, and I didn't always appreciate that. But uh, just looking back to the, it was kind of a class of uh, the foundations of the Anabaptists and the Mennonite Brethren. And, and one of the things I was thinking, it wasn't anything major that you learned, nothing like totally new that was like out of the blue, but it was something like, don't forget about the basics, about the foundation of who the Anabaptists were. 
and why they kind of broke away uh, just because of their belief not only on baptism but on some other things that were core to the Bible. And then even with the MBs and kind of why they broke away was because they really wanted to be passionate after God. They wanted to be passionate after Jesus. And so just seeing those things kind of the foundation of who we are just was kind of a reminder of like, yeah, this is important. This is the stuff that it might be simple. You maybe have heard it many, many times, but there's something special about uh, taking that and just going and then even going through the class, getting to meet with other people and all that kind of stuff. And so um, that was my first one, kind of a highlight, the God moment, just seeing God work through that. Um, the other thing I just thought was just the challenges and new opportunities of working through COVID stuff. Um, I think everybody here over the last year in some way or fas fashion has kind of had to deal with that and, you know, we're impacted in some way. But even just trying to work through it as like a youth pastor and, you know, we still got to have some things. Uh, they were a little different. Uh, maybe it was a Zoom call, and those are always different to try to lead a Zoom call. They're not always the, the fun things, but you could still see God work in the little ways through that, or even happen like last year to host our own SDYC, so not this previous one, but the one before, to host it at our, at our home church, and it was just a little different, but even in those small things, you could kind of see God still at work and how COVID kind of threw everything off, but sometimes it was always okay. It was a good way. And especially some of the highlights is, as I was thinking about uh, God moments, was just uh, the camps. Uh, that's always a highlight for me every year, going to camp. Uh, junior high camp was, was interesting because I also get to direct that camp. And so even trying to prepare for that camp as a, a director was really kind of difficult because me, I guess my personality is a little more like type A and I want to try to plan things out ahead of time and be ready and prepared. And with COVID, you kind of threw a lot of that out the window and said, you know what, we can try to prepare, but it's almost like a moving target. And so we're trying to prepare for this, make all these phone calls, try to do this. And then all of a sudden it switches the next week and you're like, oh no, what are we going to do here? And it's almost like, all right, Lord, I'm going to have to rely on you probably more than ever on this because I don't even know what next week's going to look like. And then all of, a, all of a sudden we get like a week out from camp and they change something and it's like a big thing. And we're like, oh no, what's going to go on? And uh, in the end, you know, you're kind of like praying through the week of camp, like, oh Lord, what's, what's this, what's this going to be like? Is it going to be pretty normal, nothing major? Or, you know, that part of maybe it's, it's not a good thing, but you have that worry or anxiety, like, oh man, is this going to be, is there going to be like an outbreak? And, you know, we're going to have to call a bunch of parents and going to have to think, you know, we had thought through some of those things, but, you know, overall, when I think back to that week, God was just there and uh, doing just amazing things. And it was almost like a, a normal, I say a normal week, but that's a good term in the sense that God worked in a lot of many ways. And so I was so appreciative of all the leaders, all the counselors, all the people that were there, all the students. And so it was really cool just to see God kind of bring that together, do his work at camp, uh, not even knowing what was going to go on that year and what to expect just because of all that. And then, uh, so that was junior high camp. As I was just thinking of like senior high camp, uh, it's always a great time. And I still remember, I can't get it out of my mind, and I say the bus, uh, I see Ed somewhere. Anyway, the bus, the AC didn't work. And so for some reason, that's a highlight. I don't know why uh, the bus AC didn't work. So I remember traveling all the way to camp and back with uh, no AC. You guys that were there kind of remember sticking to the seats and all that kind of stuff. But um, I don't know, there was just something cool there. Just going to the workshops, the sessions, being able to have camp uh, that year after not having it the previous year. But even that last worship night where you did a lot of worship, prayer, talked about mission, there was just some cool moments in there uh, with some of the group and a lot of the kids uh, just to kind of think about that and just how God was at work. And, and the last thing, I can't not mention this, was one of the other highlights uh, was the hike we took at camp. So a bunch of the guys, we got to go take a uh, 
hike at camp, and this was like this 10-mile hike in the mountains, Rocky Mountains in New Mexico, and we just decided to go. And, and I should have known at the very beginning uh, that I should have been a little cautious, because even one of our like, cross-country track runners was like, hey, this might be a hard hike. And uh, that should have rung in my mind, like, hey, let's, let's be careful. Should I go on this hike? And so uh, I still did. But it was so cool to see in that moment that everybody, our whole group, and there was something kind of special about that, our whole group made it up and back between breakfast and lunch, 10 miles. And so, but it was something cool just to see how God worked in our whole group. And, you know, we got to talk about that a little bit and seeing God's beauty, but also seeing how, like, the teamwork of God's people and how if we come together, we can accomplish some cool things. And so I think that was kind of uh, just kind of a cool highlight God moment, just doing that. Now, will I do that hike again? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Some of the leaders better talk me out of it next time, Uh, but uh, it was still fun, and I I really enjoyed it. And then uh, the last thing that I was going to say, just for some God moments and highlights, was um, I think just the different opportunities and different things, maybe last year that got presented because of maybe COVID and other things, uh, that you could just see God at work. And I think uh, one of them was... um, uh, the Pastors in Partnership. I know you maybe you've heard of that group, the, the PIP group. Um, just be able to work with them um, and, you know, kind of setting up some stuff and then also distributing some uh, relief money to our community from, like, COVID stuff. And so we kind of had got a grant. And so that was kind of that. I also enjoyed a little bit of getting to sit on the Zoom calls with some of the other Reno County pastors. They had, like, Zoom calls throughout the year, and you got to sit and see how things were doing. And so it was good just to meet some of them, get to know them a little bit more, whether they were from, you know, the Father's House or Journey or uh, Cross Point or wherever it might be. But I think that that was kind of just some of those things uh, that I kind of just saw in just the little different, unique ways that God kind of presented himself. And uh, that's... It's my yeah. list. Okay, so it's important, and I would want to encourage all of you to do that personally and as families and couples to look back and say, where did we see God work? That's what we were trying to model a little bit today. Where did you see God work? So then, of course, we need to also then be thinking about what we're excited about, where we hope to see God work for this year. And I'm going to let Dustin start that off a little bit uh, about what some things he's been thinking about. Yeah, so about three more things. Uh, they'll be a little briefer, but... Uh, I think one thing I'm looking forward to, uh, we have a mission trip coming up for the high school students. Um, Also, by the way, any parents, we're going to have a meeting uh, in between church and group time in the junior high room. So in a few minutes, we're going to try to meet and talk a little bit mission trip. But I think I'm just, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to going to that. I think mission trips are just a a special opportunity to see God work in, in, uh, in, in awesome ways. And I even know on the past mission trips, and I don't know if some of you have been on mission trips before, sometimes you kind of leave part of your heart in the place that you go, and so it's always cool just to do that and get to take a trip and see how God is working. Um, The other thing that I'm kind of looking forward to, and this was actually reminded to me by one of our our college kids at the walk-in, we had them help kind of give the lesson, but they said something along the lines of um, just kind of be looking forward to the little things. And so I know that's kind of very broad and maybe uh, an overarching thing, but even just the times that, yeah, maybe we do get to meet or we get to have some things that are planned or unplanned, but just even like looking, um, you know, just at the, the little things that we get to do throughout the year. And I think sometimes you don't want to miss that. Um, 
Also, and I think as Kurt has already kind of mentioned, the last thing that I was just going to say is just even just like some personal things. You kind of look forward to kind of reevaluating. I know our family likes to do that a little bit, is to kind of reevaluate and, and just see, hey, where are we at? Where are we at in our spiritual life, our, you know, with our health, with all this kind of stuff? And, you know, just make changes as needed. Sometimes uh, I find that I drift off from certain points, and so uh, just to kind of get back and then... Uh, the last thing that I was going to say as we kind of look forward is just more to be just a note of thankfulness. Um, just to be thankful, um, I think first just for all the leaders and, and people that help with the youth group uh, for Wednesday nights, lock-in fifth quarter. I'm just so appreciative because I know sometimes as a youth pastor, you got to ask a lot of stuff like, hey, would you help with this? And, you know, people still sign up to say, yeah, I'll help all night and stay up all night at the lock-in or I'll help serve nachos all the way to midnight at fifth quarter or help with youth group and all that. So I'm just thankful for that and the families and the youth. Uh, we just have such a good group. So uh, I just wanted to throw that at the end is just to be thankful. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing and getting us started. And I wanted to also uh, add a few things as well, things that we're excited about looking forward to in this new year. Um, <laughs> ironically, after the talk about the Anabaptist class, I signed up for another class, but I only have to audit it, no papers to write. It's called uh, Interpreting the Signs of the Times, and I'm excited about it. It's going to look at contemporary culture and see what it means for us as Jesus followers. That starts this week. Whoopee! Um, as, as I look ahead and I think about our church, what you're going to see from up front, I hope blatantly, is more talk about what it means to know Jesus better and better every day of your life. We're going to talk about discipleship. It will continue to be our mission and vision to follow Jesus and to make disciples that follow Jesus. So I, I want us to only talk about that more and more, and I want us to know what it means to live it. Kurt, I've been a Christian for 40 years. Are you sure you can? No, I'm not sure I can do anything to encourage that, but I think God wants to. Lifelong learners, lifelong spiritual seekers, and that's what I'm hoping we can continue to do as a church. Um, functionally, kind of functionally, we're still... Uh, the elders and Dustin and I are talking about what the staff, the full-time staff, might look like for small groups. Remember, my thing has been I wasn't trying to upset too many apple carts. Everybody that comes into a new place says, hey, I got a great new idea for small groups. We'll call them life groups. We'll call them community groups. We'll call them 2020 groups. Gotcha. You know, and so I said I'm not going to do any of that. But I've been here long enough now that we want to talk about what next level might look like and how Dustin and I might be a part of that. We're talking about that with the elders. I just This year would be the time for us to think about that. Nothing concrete yet, but I wanted you to know it's absolutely more than on our radar. Um, I'm also hoping that uh, in this new year, Kurt will get better about sharing the pulpit a little bit. It's been my practice to make sure Dustin gets opportunities. I've been a support staff a lot of my career, so I more than resonate. If you want to preach, I want to let you preach, but maybe we can also get some other guest speakers involved and, and, and on that realm. If you have somebody, maybe more in the area, I don't think we're probably going to get Andy Stanley or Craig Rochelle. David Jeremiah is busy, you know, I mean, but if you have somebody in mind just uh, that might be available for a Sunday here and there, let me know, and I'd love to entertain that. Um, the big thing when it comes to upfront is that we are going to have, I told the elders this last, at our last meeting, I'm breaking my own rule. I'm the kind of person that always thought a sermon series should only be about four to six weeks, or at the most, I did that 10 to start off 
early because it's all these fun stories in 10. That's way too, you know, uh, we are going to look at the book of Acts. And you know what, church? We are going to take our time. I'm thinking we're going to be in Acts for at least 40 weeks. <laughs> wow, right? But hey, if our mission and vision is to be disciples of Jesus and make disciples of Jesus, doesn't it make sense that we would go back to the beginning and see how they did it? Thank you. So we're going to look at Acts. Not sure when it will start. I'm trying to still make it some chunks that will be reasonable for all of us, and we'll take breaks in there for Easter and other things like that. But we are going to look at the book of Acts, and we're going to pray that God would change us through the book of Acts. Um, I need to call an audible, okay? Okay. Um, uh, the, the other thing that I want to say, this is where my heart was today. Um, I have made this abundantly clear, I think, I hope. COVID messed me up personally. It was just hard. Uh, I was all excited about being here and we were getting momentum and then I come back from a vacation and say, we can't meet. What do you mean we can't meet? That's ridiculous. And so then we had this whole season of ups and downs and not meeting. And then, So uh, I want you to know something. I'm just going to say this. Our open house for our church was a benchmark for me, for us. And we wanted to have you come to our home and we wanted to talk to you personally because that's what we want to be. And that's what, so as I look at 2022, you're going to, hopefully, without more silliness with pandemics, we want to be more of that like we wanted to be. And so we want to talk about knowing more of you personally, having relationships, getting to know you better. And we, we want to be committed to that because, oh, I was going to say a bad word and then I would have got fired. I was going to say poo-poo to the pandemic or something to that effect. The pandemic can just jump in a lake. As harshly as I can say that, we're just so. Uh, I think it changed a lot of us more than we realize. Personally, it just changed how we viewed each other and gathering and whatever. So uh, I'm looking forward to 2022 and being more of who I want to be. So that means functionally again, uh, uh, the one thing functionally for me is that I, I've been resistant to, I don't know, do guys have coffee? Do they still have lunch and breakfast and whatever? The answer is going to be I'm going to try. And so you, I haven't done it a ton yet because COVID messed me up. You can look forward to me saying, hey, dude, let's have lunch. Let's grab a coffee. I want to know what God's doing in your life. I want to tell you what God's doing in my life. Now, I'm going to start with men. We're going to start with couples and families, whatever. I want you to see more of that, and you can call us on it, but we are committed to that because it's time. It's time. It's time. Okay? My encouragement to all of you as we look to the future and look to this year is to say, don't hesitate to step up and fill a gap when you can. Um, I am overwhelmed with gratitude for Dixie and her team. If you haven't seen what Jam is doing, that's somebody, she and then they stepped up and said, we can do this. So there might be something in the new year that you go, you know what? I could do this. And we are trying to both, we are trying to all of this. Love God, love others, make disciples. We are interested in transforming our community and it will take us all doing it together as we move forward. So I'm hopefully gonna uh, continue, to, not hopefully, I will continue to encourage us all stepping up and seeing where we can fill a gap. So uh, we're way late. I don't care. Okay, I care a little bit. Um, before we go, real quick, all those verses in, in your bulletin, I'm gonna go to the end.
I'm reminding, uh, I was reminded of what I've talked about last year. And so here it is from Psalm 910. Those who know your name trust in you, for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. And so my encouragement is to say, to ask the question first. Hey, when you think about 2021, did you strive to know God? Did you strive to trust him? Did you strive to seek him? And did you remind yourself that God will never forsake you? Did you do that in 2021? If you didn't, I want you to do it in 2022. I want you to really know who God is. Remember, I talked about this last year. It's an intimate, personal, a real knowing God. It's the idea that I want to know you better than I know my spouse. That's the kind of know that we want to have as we move forward. Do you know what it means to trust him? Even when it seems crazy, even in, uh, we want to rely on your own understanding. What does Proverbs say? Trust in the Lord. Don't lean on your own understanding. What does it mean to really put your faith, your confidence in God? And are you seeking him? The illustration I used was this is an active seeking. It's almost like a chase or a hunt. Are you chasing after God to know him and trust him more and more. Are you seeking him? And then again, just a reminder from that passage, God will never forsake us. My prayer for the new year, as always, is that we will be the church that God wants us to be. And so that means, I can juxtapose this, I want you to be the person God wants you to be. I want you to be the couple God wants you to be. I want you to be the family God wants you to be. And you get there by following these things. So I hope that that's on all of our hearts and minds as we look to the new year. Let's pray. God, we are so mindful of you working in so many ways um, that you... You love us more than we can imagine. Uh, we miss it at so many points, God, but we know that you are the God of second and 3,000 chances. So God, I pray that you would be with us as we move into the future, that you would remind us where you have worked and you will work mightily in the future as it unfolds, God. Surprise us in ways even when we shouldn't be surprised. So God, I pray that you would be with us as a people, as a church, as a spiritual community. May we be the church that you want us to be as we look to 2022 and beyond. We love you and we praise you in the name of Jesus. And everybody said, amen. amen. All right, two things before you go, maybe three. Remember, those little cups love to find a permanent home in a trash can. So on your way out, you can drop those into their permanent home. Uh, we will continue to collect the offering as we have. Just seems ain't broke, don't fix it in some way. So on the way out, if you'd like to uh, support the ministry here and all that, again, very grateful. A new year, new year's coming, new challenges and all that, but I appreciate the financial support. Our church has been very generous and we appreciate that. And, and also, prayer requests and con connect cards, they're still in the hymnal racks if you'd like to contact the office for any reason or uh, have a prayer request drop those into the buckets as well uh, i'd like to suggest group leaders that maybe you have a soft start today i went really long and so maybe we should say about 11 11 05 or 11 10 even start your groups that's about 20 minutes from now 11 10 and again if you go to a group it's a good time just to talk about what where you saw god work and where you hope to see god work and what you're into or, or whatever that would be the direction i'd encourage you to go otherwise uh perhaps for the last time i will say to you all happy new year and i hope you have a great week peace
Circumstance 